All right, this story broke late Friday, but we wanted to tackle it just because it's a really eye-opening and kind of mind-blowing. The Ontario Cannabis Retail Corporation lost, that's right, they lost $42 million in the latest fiscal year, according to just recently released public documents. Now, the Provincial Crown Corporation, tasked with online sales and wholesale di- wholesale distribution of recreational pot, reported revenues of $64 million for the year ended March 2019. However, Ontario's financial statements show that the Ontario Cannabis Store racked up expenses totaling $106 million during that period. So, again, do the math. And, yes, the government lost $42 million dealing pot. Which I think is a first, isn't it? Somebody lost money dealing drugs. Yeah. (laughs) And that was the joke all over social media late uh, Friday. Only the government could do that. Uh, Do we know, like, the reasons why? Uh, Well, I mean, we have an expert, but uh, to take a guess, (laughs) the lottery system, perhaps. Well, the the fact that the distribution has been great, particularly in this province, because of the uh, lottery system and uh, not all of them opened or opened on time. And I think maybe people aren't really sure uh, where these uh, places are, what are the hours of operation and all of the rest. But doesn't it also come down to the fact that uh, marijuana up until uh, legalization still was somewhat readily available uh, in this province and uh, everybody, quote unquote, had their guy? Yeah, and and not to mention not just their guy, but their store, because there were those dispensaries beforehand, which a lot of people argued, you know, why not just keep those open? It's clearly thriving. There's more and more opening. Um, So (laughs) there was already there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just really mind blowing that, uh, again, only the government could lose money dealing, selling uh, drugs. Uh, Let's welcome in, as Jackie mentioned, we do have an expert with us, Michael Armstrong. He's an associate professor at the Goodman School of Business at Brock University. He studies this sort of thing, and he joins us now here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Michael, good afternoon. Appreciate you coming on. Good afternoon. It's my pleasure. All right. How did the government do it? How did they lose 40-plus million dollars selling marijuana, Michael? Yeah, that that, that does make a good joke and punchline, doesn't it? It does. Um... Well, one part was uh, outside the control of the Ontario Cannabis Store. Uh, the government's change of direction. So uh, when the uh, Conservatives came into power after the election, they decided to switch from having a public sector cannabis retailing to private sector. Uh, and that caused uh, cost the Ontario Cannabis Store about $13 million because they had already started to uh, renovate some stores. They had signed some leases. Uh, so unwinding that... Uh, cost of about $13 million. All right, so just to remind folks, before the uh, Ontario PCs, uh, before the PC party uh, won power, it looked like we were going down the road of sort of like an LCBO-style uh, sale of uh, marijuana in this province? Exactly. They were uh, under the Wynn government. They were proposing to initially have about 40 stores, eventually grow to 150. Uh, those numbers were realistically too low, but nonetheless, that was the direction that got scrapped. And uh, so that's when the Ford government uh, switched to the private sector, and then eventually came out with that first 25-store lottery. So that's kind of piece one of the loss. The uh, bigger piece is that the Ontario Cannabis Store is set up as a, uh, which is not really a store, of course, it's basically a warehouse and a website, but it's set up to supply the entire province uh, as a wholesaler. So even though they didn't have any stores last year, now I should clarify, we're talking about last year, we're talking up to the end of March, whereas the first uh, 25 retail stores didn't start opening until April. So there's very few sales uh, 
uh, going to the stores in that first six months. It's pretty much all online. So um, they set up this relatively expensive distribution system, uh, but didn't have any stores to sell through. All they had was the sales of online. Uh, and as we've seen in other provinces, most cannabis consumers prefer to shop in store. So the online sales weren't really that big uh, on a per capita basis. So the it lost money largely because it's a distribution center with uh, no stores to distribute through. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Are some people being a little unfair to the government, do you think, the provincial government, when it comes to losing $42 million in the first year of pot sales? Because just like you mentioned, it's a business. Just like any business, when you're starting things up, uh, there's startup costs. There's very few businesses, I think you could argue, that really make money and a lot of money in its first year of operation. Certainly not a lot of money. Um yeah, I, I, I wasn't expecting to see a profit from them. Uh, I don't think most of the cannabis agencies uh, turned a profit the first year. In fact, uh, the only one I think that's even come close is Quebec, which runs a very efficient uh, cannabis uh, distribu- distribution retail network. Uh, even they lost a little bit of money in the first year, although they're, they are now profitable. Um, what uh, where I think the, we can criticize the government is the uh, the uncertainty, the shifting of gears, the lack of a clear plan of what's next. So uh, the Ontario Cannabis Store was kind of set up going in the wind direction, and then the Conservatives said, "No, we're going private sector." But then the, the, the details of the private sector kind of changed all through the fall. And then one came Christmas, and they said, "Oh, we're only going to have 25 stores." Um, so that kind of left the cannabis, uh, Ontario cannabis store, uh, in the lurch, if you like. Sure. So how much of that lottery system and the fact that not all the stores opened or opened on time, I mean, it was a bit of a rough launch, particularly for a few of them. How much did that hurt sales? Do you think? Uh, it actually hurt them almost not at all because those stores didn't open until April. So the uh, 42 million was lost up to the end of March. So the only sales, uh, in connection with those stores were the uh, initial inventory uh, that the stores bought just before they opened. So there was only a couple million dollars uh, of that in those reports. Now, in the current year, since, since April 1st, those stores are going to play a big role. Uh, and yes, the, the delays in opening the stores, that will hurt not last year's results, but that will slow down this year's results. Um, the other thing, though, connecting the Ontario Cannabis stores and these uh, private retailers uh, is the second round where we're trying to get 50 more stores open. That was announced uh, by the provincial government in July. But looking at the inventories that the Ontario Canvas store had way back in March, which show up on their financial statements, uh, to me it looks like the Ontario Canvas store had more than enough inventory, not just for 50 stores, but perhaps even twice that number. Um, and Health Canada data that we have seen since uh, then for the spring show that production of cannabis has greatly increased in the country. So I think the uh, it's not so much the first round of lottery that I would criticize the Ontario government. It's the second round as being too timid and too slow. Uh, the Ontario Cannabis Store uh, needs more stores so they can support. Ontario consumers need more stores where they can buy legally rather than going to their, their guy down the street. Uh, or to an illegal dispensary. All right, so having said all of that then, do we need to scrap, get rid of the lottery system in your estimation with uh, some of the problems we've seen with some of those that have won a license rather than maybe showing that uh, they deserve or have earned one? Yes. Uh, what I, I think the biggest thing the government needs to do is lay out a plan for what comes next. So 
So, okay, we had that initial lottery for 25 stores. Uh, that wasn't a bad idea. Uh, we had the second one for 50. Um, uh, again, that you know, we could debate how wise that was. But what we're really missing right now is what comes next. So the people who entered the lottery and didn't win or the people who were not allowed to enter the lottery, like all the uh, producers in Ontario, uh, they still don't know when they might have the opportunity. They don't know what the next step might be. Whereas if you look at uh, Alberta, uh, last winter uh, when it was clear there was a shortage of stock, they just froze their process. So the people, uh, the first 65 stores that are opened, everybody else uh, who had applied just kind of kept their place in line. So it was certainly awkward and it was painful for those entrepreneurs who wanted to start up, but they knew that, okay, once supplies improved, the government would start to open the gates and they would gradually uh, roll out stores, which is exactly what happened in the spring. Whereas here in Ontario, okay, the, uh, the next 50 people that got their winning lottery ticket, uh, but everybody else still doesn't know, okay, you know, is there going to be another lottery? Will there be an auction? Uh, are they just going to open everything up? Uh, we don't know any of that. So I, that's the piece I think the provincial government really needs to provide now is a vision, not necessarily a timing, but uh, what will be the next step once they're ready for that next step. So you believe fundamentally there is a, a problem getting legalized uh, marijuana into the hands of those uh, in this uh, province, that this just isn't sort of some sort of short-term problem, just some growing pains, as it were, and five years from now we'll, we'll look back on this and kind of scoff or laugh that we lost $42 million uh, selling marijuana in, in our first year. Uh, like, fundamentally, the, we, we need some change. Uh, we, we need some change in the sense that we need a plan rather than a series of ad hoc decisions uh, from the provincial government. Now, yes, I think five years from now we probably will look back and say, okay, that was rough, but we got through it. Uh, in fact, I think the Ontario Cannabis Store will probably turn a profit in this next year. Um, but it's got a long way to go to get to be as efficient as what we're seeing in uh, Quebec and probably Alberta. All right, so this uh, should not be commentary on the legalization of marijuana and the fact that maybe government doesn't belong uh, in this business, uh, that they've botched it, that uh, perhaps it would have been better off if they just uh, stayed out of it. Uh, you believe it will be uh, profitable, and uh, again, it's just a bumpy road we're in right now? I think that's a good summary, yes. Yeah. All right, listen, uh, Michael, I really appreciate the time. Thanks so much uh, for joining us. No problem. There goes uh, Michael Armstrong, an associate professor at the Goodman School of Business at Brock University, on that data that came out late Friday that, yes, the uh, province in its first year lost uh, $42 million selling marijuana.